Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchRose.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is April 27th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Mackenzie Gore was my lead. Six innings, one run, four hits, two walks, and 10 strikeouts, 19 whiffs, and a 36% CSW against the Mets. Yeah, love to see it. 12 out of 62 whiffs on the four-seamer is really good as he elevated with intent. And the curveball is turning into a phenomenal offering, a 50% CSW. 71% strike rate. I believe this more than I do Josiah Gray, who I talked about yesterday. And now Mackenzie Gore will get the Cubs and the Diamondbacks next. And it feels like this is the point where we say, you know what? Maybe Mackenzie Gore is actually good. I'm kind of in here. Uh, I picked him up in at least one league. Um, and I think you should too. I think Mackenzie Gore is kind of rad. Tanner Bybee. Hi, what is up? And uh, by the way, I should mention the conversation inside the Discord yesterday with Tanner Bybee going and all these other guys. It's amazing. If you don't have PL Plus or you don't have PL Pro, you don't have access to the Pitchless Discord, you're in luck. I think I have, what, a 25% discount this week with Root Canal? Uh, all capital letters, Root Canal. Use that at checkout for PL Pro or PL Plus. Come join the Discord. It's amazing. You also get an every website. You get all of our PLV projections if you get PL Pro. You also, if you do it yearly, you'll get all of our draft stuff for next year, which is insane. Like a War Room and uh, Auction Calculator, our early projections, and other stuff that we're actually building now. Uh, but come join the discussion. It's amazing on Discord. So use promo code Rote, root Canal. Rote Canal. <laughs> root Canal, all one word, all in caps, uh, to get 25% off. Okay. Tanner Bybee. 5.2 innings, one run, six hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. The question I've been getting a lot on Twitch today is you got Mason Miller, you got Taj Bradley, you got Logan Allen, you got Tanner Bybee, you got Brandon Fought, who should be up at the latest by next Friday against the, I believe, the Marlins. It's a wonderful matchup for him next Friday. Uh, what do we do here? Who do we pick up? Who are the guys to get? Good news. You can't go wrong. All of them are really good. Um, Bybee versus Allen. Um, I think Allen is a little more trusted at the moment for the Guardians. Well, Bybee, I think his repertoire is amazing. He has a four-seamer that actually didn't really command well yesterday. And he flashed it at 98 miles per hour and higher. Uh, but mostly sat around like 95 or so. And it wasn't really overwhelming batters. It wasn't his go-to offering. It, it was a little poorly commanded, but you normally see that in MLB debuts, and this is why I normally don't start guys and look at this amazing surprise. Um, slider came in two variants. One was more of your gyro slider, which is like your old-timey traditional one that would just drop down a bit. It was it was really nice, and you would get tons of strikes with that. Then he had not necessarily a sweeper one, but more of your traditional um, crooked slider, um, and that was effective around like 85 or so. And then he had his big looping curveball, 20, it's not 20, 76 or 78 miles per hour. That was all right. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. And then he surprised with some really nice changeups to the lefties at times, too. 
And that's five pitches. And actually, like, legitimately five pitches. So I will tell you it's four because the slider's combined, but I think it's five. I love that, especially when you can also whip out, like, 96, 98 mile per hour heat. Um, he throws a ton of strikes with the secondaries. It makes for a really nice, complete repertoire that I didn't expect to see at all. Um, and does also say, hey, when he has his four-seamer working, that's a really, really cool thing. So, I don't know how the Guardians are going to do this. They have Logan Allen up. They have Peyton Battenfield up. They have Tanner Bybee up. They're going to get Savali back, and they're going to get Tristan McKenzie back, and they're still, they're still Bieber, and they're still Plesak. Like, what's going on here? Um, I'd say just get them all and figure it out. Like, you have a week. Like, one week, all the clarity will come. Right, you just hold on to as many as you can for this week. It will be such a good uh, investment for your fantasy team. Just like, all right, this is what you do, and uh, we'll figure it out soon. But Tanner Bybee, if he gets 130 innings, oh boy, I am so in for that. Hunter Brown against the Rays, seven innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, eight Ks. He's throwing 20% fastballs. I love this. He just did this against the Rays. You keep going with Hunter Brown. I'm a huge, huge fan right now with this approach. Zach Gallon, another set of scoreless innings as he has 28 consecutive now. And as he hints at his 44 and a third, a record from last year. This was against the Royals, but still got the win. 6.1 innings, 0 runs, 4 hits, 0 walks, and 12 strikeouts. He's getting his change in curveball down. This is what you should be doing, Grayson Rodriguez. Do what Zach Gallon does and have a better four-seamer, if you can believe it. <laughs> uh, Romance Contreras did uh, did wonderful things against the Dodgers. Got the win. Six innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, five Ks. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Four-seamer got 12 called strikes, and that's nice, and that's why this worked out. Uh, it's not going to happen a lot. He's down to 93.9. Romance Contreras, the guy throwing like 99 miles per hour. Yeah, he's down to like 94. Um, It's just a good slider, and he got away with this one, but now he gets two horrible offenses to face as a pitcher. That's the Rays and the Jays. You don't want to do that. Go away from Contreras. Uh, Freddy Peralta looks like an ace. That's great. Give me like two more good starts as he goes against the cor- against Coors and the Dodgers. If you can succeed in both of those, you'll get your AGA label back. Don't worry. 22 is for the Gallows Bowl here for Freddy Peralta. Yusei Kikuchi did great against a very, very poor offense right now. That is the White Sox. They're struggling mightily. And uh, 5.2 innings, zero runs, four hits, one walk, eight Ks. Got the win for Kikuchi. Slider command was really good. His changeup was fine. His fastball was fine. I do not buy it moving forward. I'm so sorry. I wish I could. I really don't believe in Kikuchi. Tony Gonson with 3.1 innings. I failed you all. I mean, you guys listen to the podcast, so you know that I already failed you. <laughs> but I didn't do it on the website uh, where Gonsolin... We knew he would only go four innings at most. 3.1 innings here. Zero runs, two hits, three walks, and one K against the Pirates. Thing is, his splitter was so good last year, and he was not good here. I know he gets the Phillies and the Padres twice, and I'm just like, I don't really want to do this. I kind of think you shouldn't be doing it. Um, So, I don't know. I feel like hold on to the next start for San Diego and see how that looks, but this is not a good Tony Gonsolin that we saw yesterday. Hopefully, he's much better moving forward. Ryan Yarbrough against the Diamondbacks. He's the Friday Pirate. You don't want to do this. Same with Calvin Faucher. Um, Graham Ashcraft. I got a lot of thoughts about Graham Ashcraft. And, of course, Sandy Alcantara, Tyler Wells, Kodai Senga, and so many others. And we're going to get to all of those after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. 
Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Ashcraft against the Rangers, six innings, two innings, sorry, six innings pitched, two earned runs, three hits, four walks, and three Ks. I kind of feel like this is what he does. I'm glad he survived against the Rangers, but Ashcraft is not going to be a strikeout guy, and I think the ratios are going to get worse before they get better. He's not going to get too many wins, so no decisions despite six innings of two and runs here, because he's on the Reds. He also pitches in a terrible park. I'd be trying to sell high on uh, Graham Ashcraft right now. Sandy Alcantara against the Atlanta Braves in much better 20 whiffs. He gave us a Philly, though, which is so unfortunate. I had Bybee and Alcantara in a quality start league, and it was a very annoying time. Um, But yeah, you should feel good about Alcantara. He did have a slower slider that didn't catch for the roundup. I'm down two ticks. It performed well. I don't really care. It's fine. Actually, in some ways, you can argue that an 89 per hour... 89 mile per hour. Sorry, I still have the swollen jaw, I guess. Um, the, The slower pitch should actually be a larger velocity difference that Alcantara needs from his fastball, so maybe it does help him more than being at 91-92. I don't know. Something to think about there. Tyler Wells, also 5.2 innings as he had a Philly. Uh, two earned runs, four hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts against the Red Sox. If you're wondering, why is it called the Philly? Close but no cigar. Also, the Phillies, when I made up that term, were famous for pulling guys out in five and two-thirds. Gabe Kapler. Um, Wells did good job. Did a good job against the the Red Sox. Now he gets the Royals next, and we're all good for that as a good streaming pick. Thanks for the successful streaming option, uh, Teller Wells. Kudai Singa is still a cherry bomb. Four walks and five hits, seven Ks, two and runs, five innings. As I said, that all backwards against the Nationals. Yeah, the the, the forkball had a thirty five percent strike rate. Um, that's not cool, and we need better from Singa. I like. I feel. Uh, I feel like you have him against the Atlanta Braves next and you're terrified. You can probably swap him for like Bybee and all those fun guys. Do that. Drew Smiley. Swap him out for Drew Smiley. Five innings, two and runs, four hits. We'll walk four Ks against the Padres. He went with the Blake Snell blueprint once again. Hopefully Blake Snell was watching. And now he gets the Nationals and Marlins. I'm in on this. 35% CSW on that hook. Eight whiffs on that as well. He's doing all the good things right now. He just survived the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, Descalfani against the Cardinals. He survived. The Cardinals are not looking very good right now. He does get a tougher matchup next against the Astros that I do not want to start. That's funny, but it was six innings, two and runs, six sets, one walk, and six strikeouts here. The slider's looking good, but I feel like Descalfani's a guy you face against middling and worse opponents, and you do not go against the top, or th- top third? The topper third. <laughs> of the uh of offenses Patrick Sandoval did what he's supposed to do against the athletics and I sh- you should feel fine with him against the cards next time I'm not gonna read all the lines because you kind of know what they are 
I I realize I'm I'm taking so much time reading lines here. Uh, Steven Matz against the Giants did not come through nine base runners in four innings. I feel like he's much better than this, but you can just leave him on the wire until he wakes up, essentially, at this point. Uh, Michael Walker did well against the Cubs. I don't trust his command um, for the most part. He was 300 runs in five innings, but a one whip and five Ks is worth it. Um, he gets the Reds in San Diego next time out. That's fine, but I just feel like Michael Walker is like, whatever, he's okay. John Gray gave you a poor quality start in just two strikeouts as his fastball velocity is 94-95. I feel like you should be chasing something else than John Gray. He's going to burn you, I think, a decent amount with that lower velocity. And the slider, uh, slider's good. It's not enough for me to say, oh, I'm overlooking the fastball now. Uh, Tanner Houck against the Orioles. Five innings, three and runs, seven hits, two Ks, two walks. A lot of high cutters, which are very strange. You didn't really get whiffs on those. Now he gets Toronto and Atlanta next. So we don't care about Tanner Houck. Herman Marquez is probably going to have to get John, Tommy John Z once again returned from his Herman injury and then got hurt again. So no thanks. I'm so sorry, Herman Marquez. You deserved better than being in Colorado Rocky. Bryce Elder went against Miami and he was rostered in 67% of leagues and it did not go well. And now he has to get the Mets, Baltimore, and the Jays. He should be rostered in like 15% of leagues. I, uh, It's kind of weird. I never can predict which guys will have that high roster rate and get all of the attention um, in a when they perform well and for their first two starts. I don't know. Maybe I don't know exactly what his ERA and whip were entering this game, but it's just strange that Bryce Elder gets 67% roster shit, but like, I don't know. Drew Smiley doesn't now? I don't know. Michael Kopech against the Jays, five innings, four and runs. I mean, it was the Jays. You don't do that. At least he was 96 and 97, which is good. And the slider was a 13% CW, but he was in the general good area. He gets the Twins in Cincinnati next, and maybe one of those work out, and maybe. If he maintains that velocity, something could come of this. I'm not going to... I never rule out anybody uh, completely. And maybe Kopech does does do things that we like. Logan Gilbert against the Phillies. Five innings, four and runs, seven hits, one walk and six Ks. Maybe the shoulder that delayed him a day uh, is the issue. But I don't really want to think that because his velocity was up a full tick. It's more about those heaters being right down the middle of the plate that really burned him here. Um... Curveball looks a little bit better. Maybe there's something that actually is encouraging there. But man, he gets the Toronto Blue Jays and the Astros next. And geez, I feel like everyone faces either the Toronto Blue Jays, the Astros, or the Rays next. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's insane. Um, but yeah, Gilbert is a, that's a tough call there. Good luck making that decision. You were not dropping Gilbert whatsoever. Michael Lorenzen against the Brewers. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to do that. Taiwan Walker had a forearm injury as he sat 92-93. And that would explain a lot of the variance we've seen on that fastball velocity this year. I would drop him if you have him on a wise roster as much as he is. Domingo Herman, uh, 8Ks, 17 whiffs, and 39% CSW. And he just allowed three home runs as he was opposite Maeda. So the Yankees just let him fly, I guess. But I mean, it's just three earned runs. And uh, you don't really worry too much about it. Um... I, I, it's good to see that he's still being productive with that curveball. And you're in a King Cole with that uh, 36% CSW. So I think you kind of hold on for a second with Domingo Herman. 
Kenta Maeda was on the other side, 10 and runs through innings. And yeah, you guys know how I feel about Kenta Maeda. I just feel so bad for him because he just has not been able to throw every five days with regularity. There's no chance of him getting a rhythm. It's maddening for you as a fantasy manager, and you can drop him. I mean, he should be going on the IL, but even when he comes back from the IL, we're like, okay, is this all right? It's not this, like, Tyler Glasnow IL stash at this point. So if you want to wait just a day or two, you'll probably get the IL play, and then Bailey Ober will come up, and how I feel about Bailey Ober is he's fine. He's not an electric prospect to me. He's fine. He's like a Toby, essentially, a little bit better. Some potential for the strikeout upside, but, like, He's not someone I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go and get Bailey Ober. That's not the case. And Luis Medina made his MLB debut against the Angels. Um, he looked good in the first inning, they got rocked in the second. Five innings, seven and runs, eight hits, three walks, and six Ks. He throws very hard, 95 to 100, but only three whiffs total on the uh, on those heaters. It's a huge curveball, like a big boy. Um, I don't think he has the best command of it. And the changeup, not the best command. The heater, not the best command. Overall, not the best command, which isn't so surprising for a guy with a high walk rate through the minors consistently. Three walks here. He's a frozen banana because of it. I really do hope the Athletics let him start consistently because hopefully, I mean, generally, when it comes to guys with bad command, you just need to pitch more and make adjustments and figure it out. And generally, command gets better over time. So hopefully Medina can do that. Looking forward to today's games and tomorrow's games. Uh, we have Shane McClanahan, Otani, Cole, Urias, Cease, Kirby, Heaney, and Webb as our auto. Starts pretty obvious here. It means Cease gets the raise, but who cares? And uh, Webb gets the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have not looked good at all. Kyle Wright, Kyle Gibson, Tyler Malley, and Seth Lugo all have really good matchups, and they're in my probable start tier because of that. Malley, even though he has a depressed velocity, we're still going with it. And Seth Lugo, the Cubs are actually... A better offense right now, but I don't really believe that's going to stick. Questionable starts here. My stream pick of the day is J.P. Sears, as he's had a better slider and a better fastball against the Angels. Uh, Miles Michaelis, Joey Lucchese against the Nationals. He just did a really good job last week, but I don't really buy that that's real. Um, Hayden Wisniewski gets the Padres. Uh, hopefully that slider is good once again. Uh, Mitch Keller and Matt Strom, they both have bad matchups, and I don't really want to buy into those. Uh, but yeah, I, I really hope Sears pulls it out. This is all questionable, though, which means in general, I'm not chasing it. And do not start as Trevor Williams against the Mets, Braxton Garrett against Atlanta, Zach Greinke against the Twins, and Joey Wentz against Baltimore. Looking forward to tomorrow, Jacob deGrom, Luis Castillo, Max Fried, Framber Valdez, Pablo Lopez, Marcus Stroman, Jesus Lazardo, Shane Bieber, Aaron Nola, and Grayson Rodriguez are all in the auto start here. Don't worry about the matchups and everything. Just start these guys. I know you worry about Nola. Alvarez is not in the Astros lineup. Everything else is like, yeah, this is totally fine. Castillo and Fried get the toughest matchups in their aces. You start them. And the probable start here, you have Alec Manoa, Zach Eflin, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Dustin May. Manoa gets the Mariners, and I don't think he was his full self last time out against the Yankees. The Yankees aren't looking that good right now, and uh, Manoa did not get fastball whiffs. While Eflin gets the White Sox, he might go like 75 pitches, though, but the White Sox are really bad. He might get like five, six innings and a win here. Eduardo Rodriguez just had two great starts, and he gets the Orioles again. I don't actually buy that Eduardo Rodriguez is going to soar now for the rest of the year. But we'll see. And Dustin May uh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals aren't looking very good right now. 
But Destin May, I don't really trust his command and the ability to get whiffs on his curving cutter, so we'll see. Questionable start tier. Lucas Giolito is looking better, but he gets the raise, and that's unfortunate. Rich Hill against the Nationals is my streaming pick of the day. I don't love this, but Hill has done well, surprisingly, and the Nationals are not very good. Jack Flaherty gets the Dodgers, which is unfortunate because he's actually been better. He's 93-94 with his velocity with 10 slider whiffs in two of his last three games. Maybe he does that once again and does well against the Dodgers. Miley Anderson, uh, Wade Miley and Tyler Anderson are both Tobies, and I don't really like this. Um, Nick Pavetta is going against the Guardians. He is a cherry bomb. And then do not start tier. Clark Schmidt, David Peterson, Jordan Lyles, uh, Merrill Kelly. All of these are do not starts. Schmidt gets the Rangers. I don't trust it. Peterson Slider's not looking good against Atlanta. Jordan Lyles maybe could pull it off, but it's the Twins. It's just not enough reward for the risk. And Merrill Kelly heads into cores, and that's an absolute not. Uh, Kyle Freeland, Luis Sessa, Chad Cool, and Kyle Muller are all do not starts for obvious reasons. All right, that is it for today. Hopefully my lower jaw doesn't feel numb so I can enunciate better in the future. But thank you all so much for supporting what we do. And yeah, consider getting PL Plus and PL Pro. Remember, everything that we raise is going back into the site. So all the tools, all the new things that you see on the player pages, all the new features, all that stuff is because of your support. So thank you all so much for supporting what we do here at PitcherList. And that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your badness be low and your strikeouts high.